It's Thursday, the 15th of April, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, consumer confidence hits an 11-year high, triggering a jump on the local share market. Plus, the Prime Minister defends his actions towards former Aussie post-boss Christine Holgate. Qantas Chief Executive Alan Joyce warns that business travel may never return to what it was. And gold miners have a red-letter day on the share market. Our lead story today, the local share market reached a new post-pandemic high yesterday after the Westpac Melbourne Institute Survey of Consumer Confidence hit an 11-year record. The surge in confidence on the back of the 12-year high for economic conditions revealed on Tuesday has also pushed expectations of growth in property prices back to levels not seen since 2013. The survey was held after the unwinding of the federal government's JobKeeper and fears this could dent confidence proved unfounded. Every age bracket showed a leap in confidence, while optimism among construction workers, tradies and labourers rose most. The survey includes a section on house price expectations, and that increased almost 3% this month to above pre-pandemic levels, with Victoria and South Australia leading the way. Nationally, it's at its highest level in more than seven years. All the good news helped push the S&P ASX 200 beyond 7,000 points yesterday. It peaked at 7,027 points before closing at 7,023, up almost 0.7% for the session. It's now less than 2% below its all-time closing high back in February last year. The good news on the economy just keeps coming, but economics isn't known as a dismal science for no reason. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. In overseas news, the first major digital exchange, Coinbase, listed on NASDAQ last night, and its valuation jumped to nearly 100 billion US dollars. The business holds assets for 56 million retail customers, and the listing provides a form of legitimacy for cryptocurrencies 12 years after the first, Bitcoin, was launched. Meanwhile, Bitcoin hit a new record high overnight, worth more than 64,000 US dollars a unit, and the second largest digital token, Ethereum, has also hit a new record. Egyptian authorities have impounded the vessel that became wedged in the Suez Canal, with officials saying the government wanted 900 million US dollars in compensation for the cost of the salvage operation, stalled canal traffic, and lost transit fees. The Japanese owners of the ship have so far refused to pay anything. And Bernie Madoff, the fraudster whose Ponzi scheme stole billions of dollars from investors, has died in jail after serving 11 of his 150-year jail sentence. Investors put an estimated 17 billion US dollars into Madoff's advisory business, which was revealed in 2008 to be a Ponzi scheme funding his extravagant lifestyle. He was 82 years old. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said he won't be apologising to former Australia Post boss Christine Holgate, but did express regret at her hurt over his comments after she bought Cartier watches for senior staff. Ms Holgate has blamed the PM, in part, for forcing her out of the Aussie Post job last November, saying she was bullied and humiliated by him. Mr Morrison conceded the revelation of the watches did trigger a very strong response from him, but it wasn't related to gender, and it was about taxpayer organisations buying expensive gifts. The comments come as Communications Minister Paul Fletcher said there were no plans to partially privatise Australia Post, as recommended by a consultancy group report. 
Mr Morrison also announced yesterday that the National Cabinet would revert to its COVID-19 war footing, meeting twice a week until the vaccination rollout improves. Currently, the Cabinet meets just once a month. The PM said he also plans to take a more hands-on approach to the vaccine rollout and consideration was being given to mass vaccination centres in an effort to get the population inoculated by the end of the year. Qantas boss Alan Joyce said he was still keen to restart international travel in October, despite the slow rollout of the COVID-19 vaccinations. He said overseas travel could open up bubble by bubble, akin to the Australian-New Zealand bubble that starts this weekend. A number of decisions still had to be made around who is allowed to travel, quarantine and testing regimes on departure and arrival. Mr Joyce said Qantas had poached about 30 corporate clients from Virgin in recent months, though he added that business travel would fall by up to 15% because many internal meetings would move online permanently. The ASX-listed gold miners surged yesterday with Silver Lake Resources, Evolution Mining and Remelius Resources all up more than 5%. In fact, seven of the top 10 performers on the ASX 200 yesterday were gold explorers. While gold prices are up sharply over the past couple of weeks, overnight they fell slightly. Resolute Mining's share price jumped almost 15%. Remember a couple of weeks ago, shares in Resolute plummeted after the government in Ghana decided, without warning, to cancel the company's lease of the Bibiani gold mine. Well, news came through yesterday that the Ghanaian government was restoring the lease at the mine, triggering the jump in the share price. Resolute said the government had taken into account that it was the country's largest gold producer, and it wanted to maintain investor confidence. That's your Mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.